Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's podcast. So I was listening to um, another podcast, and I started to think about some things, and um, as tends to happen to me when I have um, some carved, when I've carved out some time for myself, and I start mulling things over, and I'm open um, to receiving I tend to get downloads of kind of information and um, they usually come through in um, these (laughs) great examples and it's almost like I'm giving a complete recording, a complete talk. And so I was encouraged um, because I was actually sitting here working on my my work and my career and I was sitting here getting ready to do what I logically thought I needed to be doing. And of course, this download came through and they said, record it, start recording it. And I admit I was a little um, hesitant because in the past I did a recording not that long ago and it didn't record. And I realized I wasn't too disheartened, but I realized at the time that it was a little bit of a bummer because um, I thought it was going to be the start. It was going to get the start ball going for these recordings that I've been wanting to do for some time. Um, Of course, realizing that it was probably meant more for me than for an audience. But that's what kind of brought this all up. Um, What I was listening to was a podcast and uh, had some really great information. It was just talking about different circumstances that are um, occurring and different things and how to handle them and be supportive of different things that um, they were talking about. But I, the download that I was given, um, it's, it's going to be hard for me to kind of re-articulate what came through. So I'm just going to try to receive the information that's meant to be shared with whomever's listening to this. And I think this is the part that, um, when we're journeying spiritually and we're starting to uncover our own true magic, when we're learning to reconnect to the source that's within, um, and if any of the words I'm using, you know, trigger you, uh, you know, I know personally I struggle with the word God. God um, brings back <clears throat> years of, of religious indoctrination for me personally. Uh, not in a bad way. I had, a, I, I had good experiences but um, in, to some extent. But um, I, don't, I don't personally like that term. So what I encourage you to do, um, if me using the term spirit, universe, if that causes tri- insert your own words. You know, life is meant, and this is, this is something I will always say, Life is meant to be a buffet. It is not meant to be a sit-down course where you're offered a few options and you pick your favorite out of what's handed to you. I think life is meant to be a buffet and you're supposed to walk around to have a little of this, a little of that. Oop, didn't like that. Not going to do that again. That's supposed to be life. Um, So in other words, if you get something of value out of listening to this podcast, and even if it's just one line, one phrase, one thing that comes to you and you're like, you know what? I like that. I'm going to take that with me you can leave the rest. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And there's so much in our world of not being able to do that. Whereas if we don't like an aspect or something to agree with it, that we have to fight it and push back and tell this, you know, and kind of exert our own energy over, you know, this thing that's in contradiction to us instead of just moving on and and letting it go. Um, And that is part of what was coming through to me was the idea that our focus in the world, you know, for individuals on an individual level, I'm sorry. So our focus that will help the world that comes through on an individual level is being very conscious of where we're putting our focus. My entire um, basis for my work is conscious 
living, living our life from a conscious place. One of the things I was listening to was talking a bit about um, concerns within the world. And they were talking about where some of these problems arose from, where they came from, in other words, the perpetrators or who's doing it. And what I've been told um, through meditation throughout probably the last year specifically um, was it does not matter the world's problems. The world's problems are not the issue. The issue is the amount is that the world is walking around unconscious and making all of their decisions from an unconscious place. We are all making decisions from a place of programming. Um, the programs vary based on the individuals. Uh, you find common threads in certain social settings, certain groups, socioeconomic classes, and things like that. But at the ultimate, at the end of the day, we are all operating under programs. If I want X, I have to do this. If I want to go here, this is what needs to be done. It's a linear program that runs within our brains that has been brought into us since the time we were children. And it tells us that if you want this thing, this is what must be done to attain this thing. Um, the, project, the programs are reinforced constantly by our own thoughts. So if we're sitting there saying to ourselves, well, you know, I really want um, this great thing to happen in my life. I really, really want to bring this great thing to happen in my life. But, you know, in order to do that, I need this and this and this and this. And we don't realize the magic that we are and the infinite uh available the amount of infinite potential that is available to us through our connection to source and so one of the things that um really came through to me was you know this work i'm doing and they kind of came to me and said you know as i was receiving this information and they said without a doubt they said we need they said it does not matter what you're doing they said we want you to be conscious while you're doing it in other words, not being on autopilot. And they said the practice of living your life from a conscious state where you are actively choosing and participating in every moment, that is the shift that needs to happen in our world. This is not talking about we need everyone to start being a certain way we need everyone to start thinking a certain way that is contradictory to the law of one because we are all coming from the one we are all unique aspects coming from source we are unique aspects coming from source we were never meant to be the same we were never meant to all do and act and enjoy and be the same we were however meant to awaken to our own unique gift and bring that unique gift to the physical experience. That's what we were all meant to do. And the truth of the matter is, the, if you had a majority of people operating from a conscious state, bringing forth their true unique expression to the world, there would be no problems because the world would have everything it needed. Because everybody who is here at this time would have the answers to any of the concerns and different problems that would arise. And more importantly, conscious people do not need to tell other people what to do. 
Conscious people do not have to tell other people how to live. Conscious people live in fear of other people. And conscious people are aware of their own autonomy and their own spiritual power and the connection to source they have that at any time they can call in and say, hey, I'm here doing my purpose, doing what I came into, living my unique expression. Here, I need your guidance and your protection to keep the unconscious from stumbling over my flower bed. You know, I, I need that because I'm here doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I, I need this help. And more importantly, if you're really conscious and you're connected to source, um, you would have built that flower bed somewhere where the unconscious people wouldn't have been able to see it to begin with. And this all sounds very esoteric. And interestingly enough, with all this spiritual work that I do and all these different things, I, I am quite pragmatic. I have been sent here with an immense ability to see multiple layers of perception and to not just be mentally aware of them, but to experience multiple layers of perceptions of other people's experiences and to feel them on a deep level and to also um, experience them in a, on a different um, vibrational plane. So that ability allows me to understand the people who are going to hear what I just said and go, right. Um, but I have to go to work tomorrow and <laughs> it's very hard for me to be conscious of that job, so on and so forth. So I, I, I always like to offer the spiritual message and then be like, all right, let's get real. And how does this translate? Because my focus is on living a conscious life and a conscious life is still a human life, right? So we're still here. We're still in the physical form. Um, I know for me personally, I could very happy, I call it being off with the fairies. I could be very happy off with the fairies. Um, and if it wasn't for, you know, having to take care of my physical form from time to time, I could probably sit in a chair happily off with the fairies, um, and not feel like I was missing very much, but I was put here right in physical form. I chose to come here in physical form. That's a more accurate description. And it was to bring forth my own personal experience to things. So what does that look like? What does that translate into when you are dealing with maybe a less than desirable um, situation or when you're seeking an answer to a challenge? Maybe you're just generally struggling. What does that look like? What does that translate to? So first and foremost, um, and I feel like I, I don't like to give step-by-step uh, -step how-tos because again, it's an individualized journey. You know, we're all here to live this journey on our own path and to figure it out for ourselves. Okay. So I, I obviously, you know, could never, uh, <laughs> pretend to be all knowing enough to have an answer that would work for everyone. But I think there's a decent starting point for most people. Um, and if the starting point doesn't feel right for you, what I'm about to share, um, take I always call it the gist, you know, the summary, the, the general overview of what I'm about to say and make it your own. I have found meditation to be um, one of the, the, the biggest gifts for me. However, it has taken me probably almost 30 years to appreciate meditation. I always knew it was something I should be doing. Yeah, it's another thing on the to-do list. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I don't want to do it. And it took me a while. Um, in fact, when I was working on my my master's, um, 
in metaphysics, it was writing my paper. For some reason, I chose the topic of meditation, um, <laughs> which was so interesting to me because even at the time I chose that, um, I was struggling with having a, a solid meditation practice. And so, but yet something inside of me was telling me not to change my topic, to stick with it. And so I did, and it took me a year to after choosing the topic, it took me about a year to kind of figure out why I chose it and where it was and to kind of step on the path of writing this, this, this paper. And I share it as meditation, but I don't want anyone to think that meditation looks like one thing or another. Um, for some people, meditation in its traditional sense of sitting quietly in a room with a candle lit or incense burning, um, closing your mind, that may not work for everyone. And I don't think that that's that's the only way to meditate because if it was the only way to meditate, it would work for everyone and we wouldn't fight it, right? It doesn't. So what I would say is the best way for meditation if is the best way for you. So if for you, you need to meditate by um, going for a run. If you need to meditate by walking your garden, if you need to meditate um, by sitting and um, I'm going to say petting my kitten because she's now meowing in the background if you haven't heard her. Um, this is all part of the practice and the evolution of meditation. So don't, don't think I have to meditate. This is what it's supposed to look like because you're looking outside yourself. And the whole purpose of meditation is to start looking within yourself to get answers from within and to guide you. So for example, let's say you're struggling with a problem and you're seeking an answer. I look at meditation as creating a space where I am open to connecting with my highest self, that soul part of me that chose to incarnate here, not the vessel I'm walking around in. Because so many of us believe our physical body and our thinking thoughts are who we are. They're not. It is merely the little avatar that we're dragging around this planet to learn, grow, and experience the true us, however, a little more soft-spoken, hangs out in the background and waits for us to call her forth um, into the life experience. But she's always there, always telling us what to do, always offering us guidance, always saying, you know, maybe, maybe don't go over that way, or hey, maybe we should try looking over here, maybe we should check out over there, hey, what's going on over here? Um, but we don't hear her because our thinking brain, the muscle that is our brain, is always leading the way. Um, that is the noisy one that's up there going, hey, hey, listen to me, listen to me, I know best. Um, and it's really nothing more than, you know, the engine on a car. It's, it's, it's not, you know, the engine on the car is very different from the driver of the car, right? And if we let the, the mechanics of the vehicle determine where we were going and when we were going to get there and all those things, um, our trip would probably be pretty wonky. So I consider meditation as just a time to tell my brain, listen, you need to, you can't tell your brain to stop thinking that I don't may, I, you know what? I won't even, I would say if you have trouble with that, don't worry about it because I don't know how pragmatic that is. However, you can instruct your brain what to think about. So for me, um, I have found that when I'm having negative thoughts run through my brain, and you know, for me, I have certain threads that tend to 
little records that play over and over in my brain on a loop sometimes um, when I'm doing certain things or when I'm kind of feeling judgy about myself. Um, I have certain thoughts that tend to, to play over and over in my brain. And I have learned to kind of replace some of these thoughts that are going over and over in my brain and take those thoughts and give them something else. And what I do is I take those thoughts that are playing over and over again in my head and the first step, which I learned through meditation, was noticing like, oh, there's, there's a record. Someone put that record on this morning. And I have counter records <laughs> that uh, I offer uh, my brain every time it starts playing its own song. So, um, so if I'm thinking a certain thread, I will have my brain, I, I notice it and then I go, oh, I should read more books. And the reason I picked I should read more books is because I have absolutely no emotional attachment. I love to read. I absolutely love to read, but it does not trigger me in any way. It's not something that I'm sitting there going, oh, I really should read more. I wish I made more time. It's not one of those things for me personally. It could be anything, you know, it could be, um, I wonder what temperature it's out today. If you have no, anything that you don't tend to get overly emotional about one way or another. Um, and for me, it was just a way to redirect my brain and say, nope, 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 over here. Um, you got to go over here now. Come on, let's go over here. Let's think of something that we want to think about. Um, and meditation for me um, is really just a quieting and it was a practice. It was a practice of building this muscle in my brain to say, you don't decide what I think because all our brains think with that, you know, when we're unconscious, when we're on autopilot, the only thing our brain is thinking is whatever the programs we have in our body. So we're all programmed, as I said in the beginning, in different ways, with different beliefs, with different experiences, all have been internalized into a program that we have made as the identity of who we are. Some of the programs got downloaded from other people. It, it doesn't, the inner workings of it aren't necessarily where we need to be putting our focus. The main thing is when you realize I'm on autopilot, how do I stop and choose what I'm doing? And it's a practice of choosing what you're doing. Um, and noticing every time you say, well, you know, it's great to say to choose, but I don't have a choice in da, 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 da. Why do you believe that? And question all of it. It can cause some resistance and depending on where you are in your own personal journey, it could cause irritation and frustration. Um, I know when I used to have this conversation with certain people, it was kind of a, well, okay, tell me, you tell me then how I have a choice when I'm in this situation and this and this happened, where you show me where my choices were. That's, you're not ready then. You're not ready to fully engage um, in what it means to be conscious because you're still running the program and you're not willing to look and see what the program is. And that's kind of the first it may not be the first step, but you have to be willing to accept the programs that you have uh, running in your brain and the things that you've been built, basing your life on um, for a while. And it's not, and for some, I suppose it, it could be a really tough thing to look at. Um, things can feel uncertain and unsteady. Um, and it's not, again, I, I don't want to ever come from a perception of 
you know, but I have all the answers because, you know, here I am doing everything right. I'm not. Um, in fact, this recording is coming on the tail end of a few days of me really struggling and really feeling, you know, in my, in my lower disconnected, um, feeling sorry for myself, human program. I'm at the point now though, where I can really feel and notice the program. But what's interesting is I usually can't stop it. It's kind of like when you see it, all those, if you clicked on the bad link and then all of a sudden you get all these pop-ups and no matter what you did, they just kept popping up. And you're just sitting there helpless watching all these horrible, you know, pop-ups take over your computer screen. And that's kind of what happens to me. And sometimes you just have to ride it out um, and then make time to connect again and to make time again to say, okay, you know what? It's cool. I was disconnected. I know it was, and not to berate ourselves. That's a program. Sitting there and saying to yourself, well, you know, if you're really, you know what, you know what, you know why you did it? And I, I'm saying this because I did it just like an hour ago, uh, to say to yourself, um, well, you know, if you had, you didn't meditate, right? Yeah. So you missed meditation this morning. You didn't do it. And see, look what happens. You missed your meditation tomorrow. And that's, you know, like bad girl, bad student didn't do what you're supposed to do. That's a program that I run. Um, it's nobody's fault that I have this program too. And that's the other key. It's no one's fault. The programs you have, it doesn't matter where the programs came from. It doesn't matter who instigated them. It doesn't matter why it does not matter. And this was one of the other key aspects that started to come through to me earlier. It does not matter. Um, any being that's exerting any level of mastermind planning, um, it doesn't necessarily matter. And I'll say that because, again, unique to your own journey. But here's why I don't think it matters to anybody. Every being that exists anywhere in existence <laughs> um, came from love, came from the one, came from source, God, creation, whatever your word is. Every being came from there. And... Every being will, with 100% certainty, return there. This journey is guaranteed. And I, I would almost guess that that is kind of, you know, when Jesus talked about finding the one lost sheep um, and that he would bring all of his sheep with him home. And I think that's, you know, kind of our little, you know, if you wanted to, to have something that kind of you can maybe bring back and kind of give new meaning for yourself, if that was something that you would have in the path, that kind of teachings. Um, but I think that's what it is. I personally have no doubt that every being will return to God. And that is why, you know, when you hear spiritual teachers talk about, you know, you're supposed to only see the love in everyone. You should only see the love in everyone. Every soul is on a different spot in their journey home. So none of us are not going to go home. It's not like, you know, you're in school and you're like, oh, that one's not passing this class or this one's going to get you know, the top marks or this one's going to get, it doesn't, eventually we're all going home and we're just in different, different spots, learning different things. Uh, experiencing different things, bringing different things to the table. It's an individualized journey. We're all unique aspects 
of the one. So the reason it doesn't matter the why, it doesn't matter what problem we're facing right now, it does not matter what calamity, it does not matter because ultimately the only thing that matters is the journey of the individual to come back to their true and authentic self, their whole aspect of who they really are as a unique aspect of the source. And so that's the journey. It's the journey of the individual. Now, I'm going to say this just because I've heard it mentioned in other spiritualist talks. Now, I, I personally feel if people are on a spiritual journey, um, wherever they're at in their spiritual journey, and I by spiritual journey, I mean where somebody is focused um, a good amount of their attention on their inner evolution. That's kind of my definition of it. Um, so, you know, just to kind of give you what I mean by my, when I say a spiritual journey. Um, I would think anyone truly committed to that kind of journey, you shouldn't have to say, you know, but I'm not telling people to be selfish. Um, because if you're on that journey, there's a good chance that you're probably either one of these people one, either you're, you've been really unhappy in your materialistic world and you're seeking something completely different, which is awesome. Um, but I don't think it would take that long on a spiritual journey for people to, even selfish people, to kind of realize, <laughs> because we'd all be, we all can be selfish. Um, but I don't think anyone would embark on this journey thinking, cool, now I just get to think about myself. Because it's not... Um, it, it's not what I'm saying, but I've heard people talk about like, you know, it's because everyone's thinking about themselves. People are only making, uh, you know, you're promoting people to only think about themselves. Um, and I would say that if that's what you're thinking, you're still probably part of the program of believing that, you know, the greater good. And I don't. So I just share that right off the bat. I'm not a proponent at this time in my life. That could change. Um, I could learn something and that could shift around. Um, I don't believe the greater good, um, you know, meaning it's, well, we're, we'll sacrifice an individual's experience for the greater good of the rest of the people. That's saying that, you know, numbers rank more than the individual's journey. And I don't, I don't believe that any one individual is more important than any other individual under any circumstances. I don't think anyone's more important. I don't think anyone's more valuable. Um, so I disagree with that complete, you know, concept of, you know, well, sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do for the benefit of the whole, because I don't agree with that. Um, I, the reason being, <laughs> the reason being is I don't ever believe the oppression of one or the mistreatment of one is ever, 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 in the interest of the greater good. And that's why we are where we are because that's always been the argument, right? So um, it's the problem we have is we don't have individuals being their true authentic self and coming out in the world. As I said earlier, I truly believe that if we had that, everyone, we would have what we need. It would all be here because people would be bringing their own unique gifts to the world. And there would be no lack because everything we need is available from the infinite source that we all came from. This was made tangible for me 
um, because as I said, I was sitting down to work on my career work and I was thinking about um, how my word will get out. And what they said to me, like it was interesting to channel it out loud through my own words, but what they said to me was, do you honestly believe that who we are is not capable of bringing to you the people who are meant to hear your message? They said, do you really think that's out of our scope? And I thought about it and I said, yeah, like how ridiculous am I? Thinking that I'm gonna, how am I gonna promote my work? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do that? They said, do you really think that that's out of my, our scope to bring these people to you? Do you really think we can't do that? And I share that with you because part of what, where this all started coming from for me was that I was hearing a lot about energy and starting to learn how to control our thoughts, meaning oh, negative thought patterns coming, here's the old program, I'm going to bring it back here to where I want it to be focused, is kind of the beginning step for things. Being aware of our energy and where we're putting it and who we're allowing to experience it is also very important. Being deliberate with where you're um, bringing your energy in the world, um, who you're putting your attention on, is the next step into really being conscious um, and listening and acting on those intuitive guidances that you're getting from meditation. So I wanna thank you so much again for listening. I hope you found value here. I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts. Um, so please do feel that you can reach out, comment, tell me how you're thinking, you know, what you're thinking about your own experiences. I truly would love to hear them. Until next time, have a beautiful day.